previously on Dungeons and Doctorates. And there's a, a def, like some resistance and then a click and uh, you don't fall, but you do feel the door like give and like slide a little bit more. For a moment, this black glass panel screen, it flickered from the, the level select to a three-eyed digital face. There is a lurch that you feel in the pit of your stomach mm-hmm. as <sighs> you drop. I'm going to turn into a reef shark. And now we continue. explain it to you <laughs> no, because it's metagaming. that would be metagaming so I'll, I'm yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. do what I'm going to do and hope that do it I mean because we're falling at the same rate I'm we're yeah. not going to be able to get on top of you I know but you're, I'm gonna be you're like weightless you. but more if we're weightless so like, but we're falling you can grab onto him yeah so you're, you're, you're falling you're weightless Harold becomes a shark okay the elevator is going to stop abruptly uh, five floors below the bottom. Mm-hmm. Not at the bottom. It's going to stop five floors below the bottom. The floor below the one you wanted to get to, potential. Um, I'm going to roll some fall damage mm-hmm. as you impact the floor. It is going to be reduced because of the lower gravity on the moon. Mm-hmm. Because of the reef shark. But I'm what? curious what the reef shark is for. I don't... I will reveal it. Okay, you are all going to take... Hang on, are we? 12. What is Ross doing? <laughs> well, okay, you are about to take 12 points of bludgeoning damage as... Well, fall okay. damage. All right. As you collide with the bottom of the elevator. That's not actually too bad. All right. Um, How does a reef shark help yeah. you? <laughs> we're, all, I, we're all curious now. Well, that that here's, here's Ross's thinking, and I suppose Harold's <laughs> technically... Had you gotten on the reef shark, you would have further reduced your fall damage. Okay. Like, becoming why? Beca- Because cushioning. Yeah. And, and by becoming a reef shark, I gained 22 hit points as a reef shark. Oh, So I would I have see. absorbed the brunt of the damage. You would have gotten less damage. And I would have... So had we not been on the moon, you would have taken 24 points, which... The shark would have it's absorbed most of that for Harold. Yeah. And then I would have become Harold again, having cushioned the fall. Right, okay. Uh, but now we're just in an elevator with a reef shark. <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, I will turn, I will turn back from a reef shark yeah. and let's just presume in character I explained my plan. Yeah. Feel free to oh, respond. We'll, <laughs> I feel like you don't need, like, just don't explain. No, no, no. We'll just be <laughs> looking at each other going... Oh. I feel like Pretendra's response was... What? 
Harold, but do why? we do we need to get you to talk to someone, or do you do you turn into a shark when you're terrified and falling? No, uh, I mean, I can't explain fully how it works, but when I assume the shape of an animal, I sort of gain all of its essence and it protects me from damage. Uh, And I was hoping the both of you as well, but I suppose that was hard to communicate as a shark and I didn't have a lot of time. So remember, Harold, how we said you need to explain... (laughs) You've got fins! Remember how we said you need to explain what your plans are before you do them? This might have been one of those. <laughs> um, well, I, there was literally yeah. no time. No, no, no. You know, we were like, we would have been falling. Yeah, but very quickly. In the future, <laughs> now they know. Yeah. Had we had time, I definitely would have explained it first. Meredith is like, she's got this look of utter bafflement, and she just kind of turns to Potentia and goes, "Huh." The the fear of falling in an elevator on the moon was momentarily distracted completely by Harold turning into a shark mid-fall. And maybe this was his plan all along. Because you certainly weren't afraid of falling anymore. Now you were just confused. It makes sense now, but like in game, we just saw Harold turn into a reef shark. And that's why Potential's response is, maybe explain (laughs) it next time. Yeah. Uh, are, right, you, well. are you hurt? I can, I can help a little bit. Uh, uh, not, not too badly. I think we'll be. I'll be okay. Also, don't Potentially forget. Potentially, you're, you're good. Most of us do have potions. Mm. I know. In fact, I'm going to use one of those because. Uh, Wait, do I have potions? Have you bought any? I don't know. Have you acquired some throughout the campaign? <laughs> I don't remember now. Me neither. I mean, I have the capacity to heal myself if I need to, is the point. Yeah, I don't think I may have not Person gotten of them because... Ooh, nice. Two, six, ten hit points. I'll no, take I don't. Also, Ben, for clarity, um, I did take the ring back off of Meredith back when that was necessary to do. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I imagine, yeah, that was kind of straight afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Um... The doors open. That there's a, a, a metallic grinding noise as one of them slides and the other one doesn't. There's a hallway, but it's not as nice as the ones you were in previously. Mm-hmm. 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 Less less maintained. The lights like flicker and then half of them like spark and then turn off. Mm. Can we see any tracks on the ground? Um, no, you can't. Okay. Uh, this place is also very dusty. Uh, and as you start walking down the, the hallway, you find that where in previous floors there were these kind of dorm-style rooms, mm. what you find are large cages. Yep. Uh. That very much resemble prison cells. So before we proceed, um, Harold will say, "I I don't want to alarm anybody, but I I think we I, I think we're being watched. I I swear, just before the elevator descended, uh, I saw very briefly a, a face, a, a sort of manufactured image in the the screen." Uh, 
Yeah. So it's quite possible somebody knows where we are. And don't forget that, you know, that room that we went in was barricaded. I mean, somebody was very desperately trying to keep something out of that room. Oh, I don't like that. Xenomorph. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, traveling along this hallway, there are just room upon room of these these cages, these these cell rooms. But what strikes you as odd is that they are all unlocked. Most of the lock seems to have been, like, damaged by force. Mm-hmm. Um, some mm-hmm. of them appear to have been, like, attacked with some kind of scratching, like, bladed weapon and, like, yeah. just bashed open. Um, some of these locks seem to have been, like, melted completely off. Are they all broken from the inside? Uh, they seem to be broken from the outside. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. So someone let everything out? That's weird. I, I mean, I'm starting to... Clearly, there are two factions at play here. At least. Right. We we have the creatures who seem to occupy this place, and then those creatures we found on the surface who were clearly trying to get into here. I suppose one possibility is, is that this, this faction that, that resides within this structure... We're imprisoning some of the creatures from above. Uh, Maybe. And, it, you know, they were mounting some kind of... That seems like a leap, though. Oh, I mean, obviously it's one of, I'm sure, many possibilities, but it's... Maybe this is... I mean... Uh, it's, it's you know, I, it's, I've never read anything in my studies about warring factions of the Star Druids, you know. They're, they're supposed to be sort of a covenant of... Knowledge keepers, essentially. Yeah. You know, I found I found sort of star druid paraphernalia on the creatures above, and this structure has a very star druid. You know, the the, the columns and the obelisks are certainly marking something. Are any Ben? Are any of these cages big enough to hold the dinosaur? I shudder to say this. They seem more people sized. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can Potentia just go and look at one of the locks, please? Just to sort of see mm-hmm. if... One of the ones that has been, like, bashed or melted? Let's say one of each. Okay. Um, looking to see if she can work out whether these have been used, like, whether, like, it is just the one impact that has destroyed them or whether it's something that people have been, like, working at to get open for a while. Um, the melted locks, melted. it's hard yeah. to tell, it's just melted off. Um, the, the, the ones that have been kind of broken through look like it took several blows at least to like, mm-hmm. to get through. Um, you do find as you're walking along. To be very clear, she's not going into any of these cages. She's just looking at them from like the corridor mm-hmm. between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find... There is a another a door, okay, quite a actually a grand like door that's like got like ornamentation around it um, with writing, but it also looks to have been 
uh, to use the term we used when we were on the surface, welded mm. shut. Uh, and then scratched into the door, there is a completely different style of writing. And, and it looks much like from Potential's point of view, as someone who has learned and studied a number of languages, it looks less sophisticated. It looks more pictographic than a written language. Mm-hmm. And you, while you can't make out the the ornamentation writing around the doorway, the the symbolism kind of scratched into it uh, seem to be depictions of death. Okay. You're not getting good vibes. No. She doesn't really have a lot to say to that either. I should, um, as we're walking around the place, I kind of should have said this earlier. If I see anything that's like constellation-y or like, you know, seems to be like related to like stellar stuff, um, Harold would probably be on the lookout for that. If there are any like constellations that he would interpret Mm. as like, um, like information, you know, like, Mm. you know, people might typically use the snake as x or whatever like if there's anything like that i guess harold would be on the lookout for that as well okay with that in mind on one of the back walls in one of these cells there is uh, a constellation you can see like you, you weren't sure at first but looking at it walking through you've seen it a couple times these these dots and you're like okay that's a constellation i do i recognize it and thinking about it it's not one you're familiar with but it does seem to incorporate some of the like brightest stars in the sky Mm. interesting stars that would be close to the astronomical pole right so a star that that probably doesn't move much during the year Mm -hmm. Mm. Continuing along, you do you find a cell door that has been unlocked without any like scratching or melting. Uh, examining it, you find there is a piece of bone, like a very small piece of bone that's lodged like lodged on the inside in of the lock. Um, that uh, potentially you've you've seen lock picking tools. Yeah. You've never seen one made of bone, but it's the same shape. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the like it's that same looking thing, and it looks like it's kind of broken off in, in the lock a little mm-hmm. bit. But this lock appears to have been picked from the inside. Okay, so whoever was locked up in these cages has very clearly staged a mass escape. Well, or is what we're thinking. Well, or you know, or has at least tried to escape. Whether they are the people who, people, creatures. I don't know. Um, who broke them out in the first place is a different question, but... Yeah. Needless to say, I don't know that we should particularly hang around here very long. No, I'm getting that impression. I really don't like this place at all, guys. So, leaving behind the ornate door with the creepy markings on it, at the end of this hallway, there is a smooth ramp that like spirals up is there anything you want to do on this floor before we go up 
Meredith is so keen to get the hell out. Yeah, if there's if there's nothing that immediately looks like it um, will help us in finding where everyone is, uh, I think. Yeah, we'll um, we'll move on. Yeah, this place is okay. hella creepy. Okay. Uh, you walk up this this spiral ramp. And you get to another one of these double doors, like the elevator beforehand, and it has mm-hmm. uh, a keycard lock. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess I'll give the lock a go. Uh, inserting the card, the doors open, and there's a, a cool breeze that mm. washes past. And, like, the first time you had a cool breeze, mm. and you... Like how you you have to blink because of how dark you realize you've been in this this whole time. Mm-hmm. But it looks like you're standing on the edge of an enormous field, mm-hmm. grass field with jungle plants and forest and like a little lake. Mm. And cool. it seems to be daytime, and like. You can see clouds, but probably the thing that catches your eye more than anything are these enormous creatures that are walking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Potentia, you would recognize these from your guidebook. Yeah. Meredith is just going to stand there for a bit and, like, with her mouth open, trying to, like, pass what she's seeing. Now, they would actually be smaller than the ones in your guidebook, Potentia. Um, and they would probably look a little different because we can effectively treat this little pocket area as an island. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. millions of years of evolution have caused these dinosaurs to get smaller and adapt weird little bits onto them. Are we? Are we still, guys? Are we? Did did, did we travel somewhere? Like, how is how is this? Is this a floor? Are we in some kind of weird pocket dimension? I mean, I don't know. Whoever built this place, um, it's very... I mean, it, it's technology I've never seen. Uh, who it's who knows what they're capable of? Maybe powerful enchantments? Yes, I mean, dimensional pockets. I've heard of wizards who created their own sort of pocket dimensions to, you know... Uh, perform sort of research and other things, uh, maybe this is something similar. It has to be, right? Hey everyone, Ross here, and as always, thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. I hope that all of you who joined us for our live stream had a great time. I know we had a really fun discussion about pop culture and science and the intersection of those two, and it was really great having those of you in the audience and interacting live. In fact, we are pretty keen to do some more stuff live in the future, so if you have suggestions for anything you would like to see, um, hit us up at dndoctors.com. Um, you can fill out a form there, even just the mid-show message, uh, and we can 
we can see what we can do because we would love to do some more live stuff. It was a bunch of fun. You can find the VOD for that soon on YouTube, which is just Dungeons and Doctorates uh, on YouTube. As always, if you have any questions for us for the common room or mid-show messages you would like us to read out in character or as ourselves, you can head to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. And from there, you can find a lot of other stuff as well as, you know, our wiki and things like that. Also, of course, if you would like to support the show, it really helps us out if you can interact with us on social media, if you can recommend the show to a friend, if you can share the posts that we make. It really helps us kind of reach new people. And also, if you would like us to collaborate with anyone in particular, let us know. We absolutely love collaborating with new people and would love to do that. So let us know through dndoctors.com or hitting us up on social media. And of course, you can check out merch.dndoctors.com and find some sweet merch that we have up there as well. I will not go on for too much longer now. Let's get back to the action right now. Uh, Harold, you can spot from where you are. There's a couple sections on the sky mm-hmm. that, you know, that should be a, a blue sky, but there's a couple like black dead pixels mm-hmm. on a screen that you right. can spot from down here. Right. Uh, but as a druid, these creatures definitely seem real. Mm. I mean, I... I- I don't think they're an illusion. I, I think these creatures are living here. I mean, I think from our previous experience, we would suggest that they're probably not illusions. Meredith is going to laugh a little at that. It's like, huh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that it actually puts us any closer to finding the others. It's interesting and, like, potentially looking up in that sort of, I want to stay and pay attention and look at all the things. But I have other priorities right now. Yeah. Um, Harold, mm. on the what would be the other side of this small valley? Yeah, you can see another one of these doorways. Well, the sixth floor was uh, was our destination, right? Uh, it seems like the path is leading us through this place. Uh, I, I can just about see some more doors. Perhaps there's well, another... Uh, aren't we on the sixth floor now? Because we went down to the fifth and then we went up a ramp. No, I think we crashed to the fifth lowest floor. Yeah, and, and if that's we've, gone, where and we if are we've now. gone up one level because we walked out up a ramp, then we'd be on the level above that. Or oh, level I missed that we the ramp. Run. Okay, this is yep. the sixth level. Yep. Yeah. Are there any signs of um, tr- the tracks that we would be following? Um uh, give me a survival because now you're attempting to sure. not just follow uh, scratch marks on a metal floor. You're right. attempting to find a specific dinosaur yeah. footprints. Mm, 16. You can see multiple, uh, like three toed dinosaur footprints. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's the one you're looking for, it's hard to tell. Right. Presumably, I'm looking for larger footprints, right? Then. Yeah, you're looking for something like an Allosaurus. Yeah. Something that would be huge. Mm. I mean, are you, are, you just gonna, are you going to walk into this area or are you going to stand in the doorway and just stare Jurassic Park style? <laughs> well, I suppose whatever we're looking for is 
potentially here. I mean, this seems like a good place to sort of stash people. Uh, I suppose we have to be careful, but I, I think we need to search this place, right? I mean, this is the most different to anywhere else we've been. And the thing that took the others was a dinosaur. And there are dinosaurs down there. I don't know that it's a terrible place to start. I mean, it would be a crazy coincidence otherwise, right? Right? We have to be on the right track. Uh, all right, well, uh, let's be careful. I, I mean, these creatures don't... Actually, before I say that, the thing that took the astronomy crew obviously was mm-hmm. intelligent, right? Like, it had very, like... Like, it, it fled at the right time. It, it had a suit... <laughs> You know, um, backpack with a helmet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the thing, the thing that took the astronomy gang, uh, it's definitely had sort of intent and uh, some kind of plan. It seemed like, right? You know, some sort of intelligence. Do, do I mean, these... I thought I was imagining that, but yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, do these smaller dinosaurs, do they seem... It just seems like they're grazing, right? Yeah, they don't give off dangerous vibes. Yeah, there's a... I mean, there's like a a stocky, lumbering creature roughly the size of a cart um, with bony plates on its back and a large club, which could Mm. do some damage. Um, You can see uh, moving as like a, a flock of birds, little... Uh, flying dinosaurs um, that are flocking around and cleaning parasites off of a very large long-necked dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Um, You see like a small herd of horned with a big crest, triceratops-looking thing. Yeah. Not a triceratops. Uh, I mean, I I, I can... Okay, so you see see an Ankylosaurus and you see some Tranodons and you see a a Chasmosaurus and you see an Argentiniosaurus. You see... No no Patagotitan or Tyranotitan? Dang. Um. Uh, No, you you do see see a a Kentosaurus. You see, you know, a a Lambiosaurus. How how much more specific do you want to... How many dinosaurs can Ben name? Not enough, but that's okay. Because uh, <laughs> I have been. Sp- He's also you, got a list in front of him, which isn't. <laughs> I do. I've got stats for all of these mm. as well. Oh. Um, you spot a pair of Pachycephalosauruses bashing their stony heads against each other. And if Harold takes a moment to examine some of these things, maybe mm. we can add them to his wild shape list. Yeah, I mean, he would definitely be like, as we're searching, just like. Sizing up some dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. You see a, a small little flock of velociraptors, mm. which I'm using the scientifically accurate chicken-sized Correct. description Correct. of. They are a tiny beast. Mm-hmm. Very, very small. Technically, as, a, as if you're a swarm keeper, your swarms are a tiny creatures. You could have a swarm of velociraptors. <laughs> Not quite as good as as Manadens, but that's beside the point. I'm not going to get into nerdy dinosaur things today, because if I do... I mean, we've got a dinosaur exhibition at the moment. I've I've been dinosauring for a week. It's fine. I have a list of dinosaurs I can give you, Harold. Awesome. We can add to your list of things you could wild shape into. Yeah, sweet. Um, All right, so 
what is your plan? Are you going to like straight across the the valley or you skirt the edge? Because as you like step out of the doorway, you can see that this, whatever this technology is or this magic is that is creating the screen spreads out and down to the walls around you, creating a like mm-hmm. a dome virtual background that makes yeah. the, the area appear much bigger than it right. actually is. It's, Truman, okay. it's a Truman show. It's a Truman show moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Potential does not want to go across the middle of this thing. And probably is quite, like, physically, you can tell that she doesn't particularly want to go through any of these things that much. Can we see any evidence of, like, a lair or... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. is there anything okay. obvious? Give like me that? a perception roll. Oh, perception. Uh, and Harold, give me a nature check. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, it's seven. Ooh, 23 for my nature check. Harold, you can't see, like, spooky cave, here is a lair, mm-hmm. but you can see where, like, the, the jungle forest is the most dense. Mm. And if you move around in this area, you might spot a few more things which are currently obscured by uh, trees and shrubbery. Hmm. I suppose I'll just say uh, I can sort of uh, discern like a denser area. Maybe if we sort of head towards that, if you were going to hide something somewhere, maybe that's where you would do it. I mean, I don't think we've got a better plan. Potentia? I mean, sure. You, you, you get the distinct impression that she does not love that these, that she doesn't know what these things are particularly. Like, mm. it's not that she is scared of the fact there's big animals that she doesn't know enough about them to be able to know how they're going to react to yeah, us. Yeah. It's, it's very much a wariness, not a full fear response. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen some of these creatures in, in museums. Yeah, but it's not the but same. Never yeah, in flesh like, and like blood. seeing them and yeah. being around them are two different things. And Well, there's like a weird, like a, a massive toothless beaked creature that's as tall as a man with a long neck um, and these folded up wings that's like walking around. It's like a nightmare cross between a heron and a giraffe. Okay. You mean a cassowary? Uh, no, I mean a Hatzel... Hatzegeptoptrix. One of those. Hatzegeptoptrix. A gigantic pterosaur. Seriously, though, like how dinosaur... like. Cassowaries are basically just living dinosaurs, right? <laughs> oh, those things are terrifying. They're cool, though. Oh, they Beautiful. are, but they're terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They well, shred you apart. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you walk towards the denser part of the forest, you can see around the... the what I'm just going to call a room mm. now, the artificial valley there is something here that stands out on the far side of the the room previously obscured by some trees and shrubbery you can see a hut Mm -hmm. it looks like it's it hasn't weathered time particularly Mm -hmm. well but it definitely looks 
artificial. It looks constructed. Mm. Does it look like a hide? Like a um like a twitcher, would you sorry, a uh sorry, I realize that twitcher isn't gonna be a useful phrase for a lot of people. Um someone who studies birds and like is in the wild looking at them through binoculars and stuff. Is does it look like something that a twitcher would use? No, it actually looks like like a, a tribal hut. Less of a hide and more of a, a a dwelling for people. As you approach the dense part of the forest, um, Harold, mm. you step on something that makes a like crack noise, different to like a tree a tree branch. And you look down and like uncover it with your foot. There appears to be the remains of one of these cubes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've just, like, stood on, like, a corner of one of these things and it's just cracked further. Oh. Oh. Uh, ooh, I think it's possible our friend is here. Um, there's a there's a disabled uh, sentry here. I'm thinking maybe it followed our tentacly... Uh, appendaged friend here and maybe it disabled it uh, does it look like it's been there for a while Can ben, I go does it look like it's been there for a long time Harold, was, I don't, I don't think overgrown. this is recent oh oh yes yes good observation oh hmm so maybe a long time ago something was here I, I think we should investigate though something tells me this is all connected well, I mean, they're all in the same building, so. Well, I, I just mean, I think whatever happened in the past is probably connected to what's happening now. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yes. You're probably right. <laughs> Potentia is just eyeing off all these dinosaurs at the same time, just like trying to... She's more aware of that than what the others are looking at in terms of... Mm-hmm. Cool. Brain. Um, okay, well, as you're having this discussion, there is a, a distinct rustle in the the bushes ahead of you. Um, and Harold, with your very good passive perception, you can see there is a large uh, two-legged, a theropod dinosaur. No, sauropod. No, yes, no, theropod. theropod. I would have corrected. Yes, I would have corrected yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A large uh, what's, two-legged what's dinosaur. What's the difference? Th- what's the difference? Mm. In general, theropods are your two-legged dinosaurs, and sauropods are it just in general. Like that's there's a lot yeah. more than that, but that's your like mm. general. Um, yeah. So sauropods are four leg, four legged. So yeah, it, sauropods are like mostly. Your, like brontosaurus. Theropods are the classic bipedal carnivorous dinosaurs. T-Rex, right, velociraptors, okay. things like that. Sauropods, sauropodomorphs technically, are quadrupedal, usually herbivorous. They're your big ones. Um, and then there's mm-hmm. prosauropods. But like in general, if it's got four legs, probably a sauropod. Yeah. If it's got two legs, probably. probably. Okay. Not, uh, probably not. Um, there are a couple of weird ones. So not ones like a hundred percent right all the time, but most of the time. That's your major big, big groups anyway. There's like a few yeah. random and ones you, that. And your, yeah, okay. your your two legged. Then there's just um, like dinosaurs will become birds. There's your ciliosaurs and stuff as well. Oh, okay. Or, Interesting. Or evolve 
parallel to birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've also got ornithischian dinosaurs as well, which is a completely different like chunk, which yeah. includes like steg. Anyway, there is a a two-legged dinosaur that is eyeing off your group. It looks similar in body shape. Its head is what you can currently see. Um, It Mm. looks similar, except where the the one up top you saw was very, like, dark grey skin. This one has much more, like, greens and mottled, like, yellow patches across its scales. Mm. I think we're being watched. Well, at the, well, Meredith, you, you haven't couldn't, seen it yet. You didn't make it. Oh, mm. just, haven't I? Just, oh. No, just Harold. Oh, okay. If I'm looking around, um, have I seen it though? Because like I'm actively looking to see what's going on with the dinosaurs. Uh, it's above your passive, so give me a active perception roll. Uh, Sixteen plus uh, four, so uh, math twenty. Yes. With a math 20, you can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's at least, at least from what you can see of its head, it looks very... It's not, not wearing a metal helmet, but it looks like the same mm. kind of species. Hmm. I think we've caught the attention of something. Uh, maybe we try and um, proceed into the, the hut. Sounds like a plan to me. Meredith, yeah. let's go. Yep, I'm right behind you. As you back away from this creature, it, it like it shifts and follows you, um, mm-hmm. and you can see it doesn't have that snake-like neck and, and mm-hmm. torso. And as you move away, it it watches you leave, but and then it like pulls itself back into the the dark brush it, that it's hiding in. Hmm. Satisfied that you're not invading its nest, it leaves you mm-hmm. alone. You approach the hut and you see rows and rows of stone markers outside the hut. Yep. And it's not, not a big leap in, in logic to get the idea that, oh, these are grave markers. Mm-hmm. These very simple stone markers with uh, a symbol carved into into each of them. Yeah. Well, that's not ominous. And uh, approaching the hut, you can see it's made out of wood and vines. It it looks quite comfortable, or at least it would have, before it seemed to have fallen over and the wood started to rot um, mm. from age. Give me an investigation roll. All right, let's do that. All of us? Well, if you're investigating the, I mean, the hut and the and the surrounding area. Oh yeah, of course. Fourteen for Harold. Uh, eighteen for Potentia. Uh, fifteen. Okay, Potentia and Meredith. Harold, you kind of like skirt around the outside of the house to like mm. have a look around. But Potentia and Meredith, you find what looks to be a large um, slab of stone that uh, has carvings on it. it it's, it's fallen backwards, and at one stage you imagine it would have been propped up. Um, but it has, like, carvings on it and, uh, like, cave paintings. Does it look anything like what we've seen before? It looks 
it looks more like the carved pictograms. Yeah, okay. That you've seen. Yeah. Not the the alien language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to depict a story. 